We left school in handcuffs that day, and after spending several months in juvie, education was a wrap. Without a diploma, I opted for fucked-up jobs at McDonald's, Burger King, even a sales job at the mall. That's where I work now, but I hated smiling in motherfuckers' faces, pretending that I was happy to be there and making chump change. Theo and Nate laughed at my ass for working as a sales representative, but I promised my grandmother that I would do better. After all she'd done for me, I didn't want to disappoint her. I didn't want her to think that her efforts had been wasted, but I'd be the first to admit that the way my job situation had been going, change was coming. Bones! My flamboyant supervisor hissed, then snapped his fingers. This customer needs some help. Please put that down and hurry yourself over here. I don't know where Sally is, but you need to step up when she's somewhere stuffing her fat little ass with cake. This dude was a trip. Whoever hired him needed to be fired. I had been hanging some new leather jackets on a rack in the men's section and hadn't seen the ugly bitch standing nearby with a twisted face. I also didn't appreciate my supervisor's tone, but sometimes shit like this had to be ignored. I put the jackets down and sluggishly walked up to the customer. What do you need? I said. My supervisor rolled his eyes and stomped away like a little bitch. A smile never hurt anybody, he said underneath his breath. I don't know what his problem is. I wanted to fire back at him, but I had grown skillful at ignoring people. With an attitude, the chick pointed to a yellow shirt that her 5'2 frame was unable to reach. It's six feet tall, it was no problem for me. Reach up there to get that for me, she said. I need it in a small, if you have it. A small? Seriously? I thought. More like a triple X. She wasn't about to squeeze all of that into a small, but maybe she was looking at the shirt for someone else. I pulled down the shirt and gave it to her. She held it in front of her and then asked where the dressing rooms were. The ladies' dressing room is in the far back to the left, men's room to the right. She winced and cut her eyes at me. For a man who is so darn fine and who smells very delicious, you're not too bright, are you? I didn't ask where the men's dressing room was. I said, girls, do I look like a man to you? She really didn't want me to answer her. Hell fucking yeah, she did. I bit down on my tongue so I didn't have to share my inner thoughts with this overweight, stank-breath bitch whose compliments didn't move me in no way. All I did was point in the direction of the fitting room, and then I walked away. I was one to believe, treat others as they treat you. She didn't encourage me to represent my true professionalism. Seconds later, my supervisor approached me. Are you special, Bones? I saw the way you treated that customer. I'm warning you about this attitude problem of yours. It needs to cease or else. I rubbed the fine hair on my chin while staring at my supervisor without a blink. He had no idea who he was fucking with. Pushing my buttons was a huge mistake. I cocked my neck to the side, then cleared my throat. I'm going to finish hanging up these jackets, then I'm taking my break. During the norm, he rolled his eyes, threw his hands in the air, then stomped away. I hurried to hang the rest of the jackets and then clocked out so I could go to the food court to get some grub. On my way out, I accidentally bumped into a fine-ass black chick that was with two other people. Sorry about that, I said, picking up the bag she dropped and gave it back to her. The smile on her face got wide. 
Her eyes traveled from my flowing waves to the leather shoes on my feet. No problem at all. I wasn't paying attention to where I was going, and I hoped that I didn't hurt your shoulder when I bumped it. She reached out to touch my muscular shoulder that formed an impression in the ocean blue, crisp shirt I rocked. It was tucked neatly into my black jeans, and the leather belt was at my waistline, making me look neat. I moved a hand from my shoulder and told her everything was fine. Yes, you are, and rather sexy, too. I know you must have a million and one girlfriends. I wasn't trying to have this conversation, especially with someone who I didn't know. From the look in my eyes, she could tell it was time to move on. Have a nice day, she said, still smiling. And don't hurt nobody with those looks. I walked off, revisiting some of my past relationships in my head. I had a difficult time expressing my feelings, and none of my relationships lasted for long.